1: Table Read Podcast, where great stories finally get their chance to shine.
2: I'm Michael R., the narrator for this wonderful audio drama. I want to drop the announcer voice for a moment and talk to you about supporting Boom and Observer Pictures. Here's the thing. This show exists because of you, the listener. And supporting us through Patreon will help ensure that we always give you the best quality show we can. Besides just being a way to express your appreciation, being a patron gets you access to exclusive episodes and merchandise, discounts at the Teespring Shop, Peaks Behind the Scenes, I love those, and a whole lot more. And it all starts at just $2 a month. So please, visit boom.observerpictures.com, click on Become a Member, and join Patreon today. Now, here's the show. Observer Pictures presents Boom, a serial drama podcast. Written and directed by Faith McQuinn. This is episode 27, Good Advices. Porter sits on his couch with a PS4 controller in his hand. The TV is off, and he's been staring at the blank screen for roughly five minutes.
3: (sighs) can't even play a damn video game.
2: Come in.
1: Hey. Hey, man. It's cool that I'm here, right?
3: I already said I was. I was thinking maybe not video games. Can we watch a movie or something?
1: Oh, whatever you want to do is fine. Your parents are still in town. I know. I was just over there. They're staying with uh, Anna now since they weren't sure how long they'd be here.
3: I know. I talked to Anna this morning. But not your parents? Nope. Are you staying?
1: What? Oh, yeah.
3: They're really worried. (laughs) So let's make a deal. You get to stay if you stop talking about my parents. Or you can be a grown-up
1: and let the people who care about you look at your damn face.
3: Well, maybe if you'd have kept your fucking mouth shut, Luke wouldn't have killed someone and framed me for it. Or,
1: just hear me out. You could have gone to the police the day you found out, and this shit would have been nipped in the bud months ago.
3: Oh, really? You think this dude who's been lying to us for years would just quietly go with the cops when they came to his door? What if he'd done something to Myra? Or, or Allie? Or you? You think I could live with that? No. I, I did the right thing. Holy shit. You know, that almost sounds convincing. Are we going to watch a movie or what? He came
1: to see me the day before your arraignment. Where? At your house? Yeah. How'd he get in? He watched Waldo and still had the code. I've changed it now. So,
3: did he just want to chat?
1: Not exactly. Uh Ah. He talked about Yellowstone like it was some beautiful memory.
3: Shit, it might have been for him. True. I don't think he's okay. No shit, Dax. I don't need any degrees to figure that
1: out. No. Um, I mean... He sounds like he genuinely didn't want to hurt me or Myra or Allie. I think he told me I was a good person, and I believe he really thinks that. It's as if he needs to do something to you, just you. This is super comforting. I'm sorry. I just, it's fascinating. Something happened before he killed Jen.
3: Yeah, we went on a date. I'm pretty sure that's what set him off. I don't think so.
1: What he did to her took planning. He didn't just up and decide to do it that night. And I think whatever it was that made him believe that he needed to hurt you and Jen scares him. I feel as if he wants to prove something to himself, to someone else. I'm not really sure. I think it's why he brought up Yellowstone. He's very sick, boy. Like, you
3: want me to feel sorry for him now? Oh, poor Luke is hurting and sick, so there's no way he realized killing people is bad. <sighs> you didn't see him when he told me, I wish you died that day. There was this little smile on his face. I had a knot so big in my stomach when I realized what he meant. He was fucking happy that I was so scared. (sighs) You know why I don't want to see my parents? Because I remember my mom's face when I woke up in that hospital bed. She she was so happy I was alive, but she was in so much pain because she could see how broken I was. I'm not in a wheelchair anymore. I'm not throwing shit across the room anymore, but I'm still... I can barely look at myself in the mirror. Every time I do, all I see is the face of someone who really fucked up. Jen is dead because of me. And Heather is dead because of me. I got arrested because of me. And I didn't have the fucking balls to tell anyone.
1: I understand.
3: Fuck you. I don't want Dr. Fletcher right now.
1: I'm not, I promise. What I mean is that I'm not in your shoes right now, but I get it. Luke has always been intense. It's nothing new to us, but he always came back. He always apologized. But the way he was at my place, I've never seen that before. He meant to scare me, and it worked. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Do you need to check that? No, I'm sure it's Anna. You, Jordan, and my family are the only ones with this number. And Jordan would call. (sighs) I'm about ready to disconnect the landline since I get nothing but calls from TV stations and newspapers and fucking bloggers.
1: Sorry about that.
3: Yeah, well, what are you going to do?
1: You need to see your parents. Okay. Okay. I mean it. Okay. And you need to talk to Myra.
3: Mm, mm -mm,
1: Nope. Porter, she's worry-sick about you. Doesn't mean she wants to talk to me. And I can't. You need to. What the fuck am I supposed to say? Maybe the truth? Fuck no. She deserves to know. She deserves to live. You want her to find out in court? Because it's gonna come up, right? You told your lawyer.
3: Yeah. It's kind of why I'm home now instead of a cell. She really did a number on Haley. Which is a little scary in itself because I don't know what's going to come of that. But I can If he finds out, I told I almost him. told her.
1: You what? She knows something's up. She's a smart woman. You can't expect her to keep letting you use the excuse of protecting her. It's
3: not a fucking excuse!
1: Porter... You have to. She needs to know. Dax! Luke doesn't
3: have to know you did. Right, because she'll be perfectly normal around him. And you want to tell her. I know you do. She's gonna hate me forever.
1: Probably not forever. Plus, I gave her your number.
2: What? Myra sits in front of her keyboard. Sheet music is scattered about. She's looking at her phone screen. A short message, how are you, is staring back at her. She pushes send, lays the phone face down on the nearby table, and goes back to her music.
0: In the dark, I see the truth. I see what my dreams have told me. Why my nightmares scold me. Why no one holds me anymore. Mm. Why, 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 no one holds me anymore? Mm-hmm. Are you still working on that chorus? Yeah. I can't seem to get the wording right. You've been at it for hours. You should take a break. No. If I stop, I won't get it, and then I'll just have another half-finished song. Did you eat at least? A Lara bar is not food. It is. Shut up. You know what I meant. I can cook you something or you could order something. Is that a slightly veiled insult? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In
1: the time?
0: Well, we have bread, jelly, yogurt and I can make you a really interesting sandwich. I'll stop in a few. We can go get something. Want a glass of wine or something? We don't have food, but we have wine. Um, We are extremely cliche, of course we do. <laughs> sure. In the dark, I see a little light that keeps me going, that keeps me from throwing the rest of my life be. I can't believe I'm missing a show. I don't think I've missed one since we moved here. First of all, it's fine. Second of all, it's a wedding. So would you be going anyway? I'm totally your manager. I'd definitely be there. <laughs> Does that mean I can fire my actual manager? Because you're way cheaper. Let's not get crazy. Granted, if I really were your manager, you wouldn't be booked at a wedding. Oh, she didn't want me to do it either, but I wanted something low-key and fun. (laughs) I'm sorry. You think weddings are low-key and fun? They can be. Obviously, I've been going to the wrong weddings. Yeah. Anyway, you've had this convention booked for months, and you've been so excited about it. I'd much rather hear you sing. Now you're just lying. You know me so well. I haven't done chair massage in months, so this'll be a nice change. I mean, I love working at the spa, but sometimes a change of scenery is good. I hear that. Mm-hmm. Why no one holds me? Ah. <clears throat> Do you need me to go? I'm distracting you, aren't I? No, it's fine. I. I texted Porter. Dax gave me his new number. Any response? Nope. How many times have you texted? This is the first. My. Seriously, I just... I wasn't sure if I should. Do you think he'll answer it? You don't want him to, do you? Honestly? Always. No. Damn it, Ali. Give me a moment to explain myself. It's not because he isn't... It's not because I don't think he's a good person. Because he is. It's not because I don't think he's a good person. I just don't think he's good for you right now. He didn't do anything. Okay, Restating, you are not good for each other right now. He constantly worries about you and you are constantly trying to... I don't know. You always seem to placate him. He doesn't want to talk, so you give him space. I don't do that. But you do! Anyway, he doesn't need placating or someone to worry about right now. He has a shit ton of problems going on and... and I could... He has a shit ton of problems going on that have nothing to do with you. And I don't think you need to insert yourself into the mix. Anna said she hasn't seen him since they took him home. He won't let anyone come over. There you go. If he won't see his family, why would he see you? I'm not trying to go over there. All I did was send a text message. That he hasn't answered. I just sent it. Mm Mm-hmm. I want to see him. Why? Because I love him. Okay. But you can use that same reason for why you shouldn't. You're not thinking about him, you're thinking about you. I'm allowed to be selfish. Of course you are. But it might not be the best thing for him. Drink your wine. Go change into something not this, and we'll go out. I need to finish this song. There's no way you're singing any original songs at that wedding, so the song can wait. Drink, change, going out. Fine. Stop. Give me your phone. Oh, come on. Give me the phone. No work, no men. Just us. Okay? Okay. I love you. I know.
2: Join us again in two weeks for another episode of Boom. This episode featured the voices of... Garrett Delosier as Porter, Melinda Seawalk as Myra, Avalon Heron as Dax, Courtney Holly as Allie, and me, Michael R. as the narrator. Season 3 was recorded at New Mind Studios in Nashville, Tennessee, and Pod Studio One in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Production sound, Matthew L. Hankins. Producer, Amanda Lorraine. Sound design and mixing, Joshua Sui. Original music, Brian Irwin. Assistant director, Delilah Ferrer production assistant, Van Donnell, social media guru, Ryan Allen. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and consider giving us a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information, where to find us on social media, and ways to donate to the show, please visit boom.observerpictures.com. Thank you for listening, and please share this podcast with a friend.
4: Wait! the excitement doesn't end there as we bid farewell to season 1 we are thrilled to announce the launch of season 2 get ready for more gripping narratives more unforgettable characters and more mesmerizing performances that will keep you on the edge of your seat we have some big surprises coming the force will definitely be with you so stay tuned, stay engaged and most importantly, stay excited from all of us at the Table Read Podcast thank you, and let's make season 2 even more memorable together